0: Hi everyone! Welcome to a, <clears throat> anyways, another episode of Brain Talks. Uh, we have two new guests here. Two, two are familiar. There's two new ones. Um, we have Madison Preston, Janavi, and Nevidita. If you guys all want to say hello, hello, hello. hello. Everyone say hello. Yay, that's fun. Okay, um, today's topic is different forms of communication skills. Um, I think it's kind of important to mention this because I actually found this topic through TikTok, and I always thought like I was hallucinating when I thought about communication skills, like in different ways. Um, the two ways that I that come to my head is um, through like writing, and then through like confrontation, like face to face. I feel like I express my thoughts better when I write, but I also think that's because I have, like, confrontational skills. Um, like, it, I think it, I think that's also because it's just COVID. Like, I don't like being face-to-face with someone because it makes me nervous. Um, that's the intro. I'm going to pass it to our two amazing interns that actually chose the topic uh, this week. If they want to just literally pass the microphone around, it is all yours now.
1: Okay, so um,
0: yeah, hi. My name is Nimidita and I'm an intern for
1: communications, and, yeah, uh, my name
2: is Tristan Wynn, and starting off, I feel like the the first thing that comes to my mind is like verbal communication and um like sign language, like with your hands, and I feel like it's really important to like uh, know like different types of communication to like communicate with different people and to see like how they're feeling
0: I agree it's like especially with like
1: nonverbal communication like I feel like you convey a lot more through your body language because you just can't help it. with verbal you kind of have like some control over what you're going to say but sometimes we can't help but like show our shock sometimes or like show our frustration or happiness and so we express a lot more but I like one example I could think of is like when a teacher tells you to like partner up with someone and you and your friends look at each other and you just know that you're going to become partners. Like that's like an example of of communication. I think anyone can relate to like you and your friends, like indirectly communicate.
3: That- that. Bouncing off that, um, excuse the voice. Uh, while there are different communication skills, I believe there's also different communications cuts styles like for me personally i got to i can be like the person who throws out the facts out the door and i can also be the person that makes like you know like a good old english essay sound like a a shakespearean drama like romeo and juliet so i feel like within um skills you also got to consider styles i'd say personally i prefer um (sighs) talking to someone face to face and like just I guess being dramatic, because that's part of what I am.
2: Um, definitely follow. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, no, I'm not ahead. sure. If- okay, perfect. Um, like following with Preston or Navita, I believe. Um, discussing like within like body movement being performed as a way to communicate. Um, definitely like body to body movement does show like display communication within our feelings. Um, although verbal communication probably does perform more with those emotional feelings. But like for instance, like there's studies showing like body to body movement in humans can even display like ways of lying. Besides the stuttering and like maybe the shaky speech you have when you're lying, you can have those half shrugs, which are shown not all the time for lying, of course, but definitely in situations where person, people may feel guilty or nervous. Definitely like the half shrugs or even like um, looking at the um, looking at different corners definitely can um, display um, a chance of like lying. So I believe also like body to body communication. Definitely it impacts relationships as well as like communication in general.
0: Okay, a couple of things. Um, there was uh Navidita was saying how like you know how you look at your friend when someone or your teacher like assigns a project. I think it's so funny because a lot of people like teenagers can relate if you're sitting in class or like personally, if something funny happened through the day and I just like look at my friend, like we'll just both think of the same thing and just like we just start cracking up. Um that's like I always call it communications with your eyes because you can also say a lot like I know I don't know if this is a girl thing because I did see it on TikTok like girls can like cover their mouth and just make eye expressions and they would know like oh she feels uncomfortable oh she wants to leave or oh she wants to do this like it's just easy to easier to read each other and I feel like that gets you a lot of, like a, blah, 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 blah. that gets you out of a lot of situations um, because like, for example, if they're standing across the room and they don't have their phone on them, or you can't pick up your phone, or they can't hear you, like that gets you out of a situation you probably don't want to be in. Um, and then it's kind of funny, like how, not funny, I just can't figure out the right word. It's just odd that, like, for some people, verbal, like, verbal communicating is a lot better. I like, because for me, it's com- the complete opposite. What? I, I don't know why I'm out of breath. I'm rapping. But um, <clears throat> for for me, I think I don't like verbal because I think that I have to think of a response on the spot and I'm not good at that. Like if I put on the spot, I get really anxious and I get sweaty and I stop knowing how to think and I just freeze. Um, but then like, for example, a con to that is like, you know, if you're texting someone and you kind of sound passive aggressive through the text, but you're actually not trying to be aggressive in any way, but it just comes off that way because you're not really... You don't see the person. So I feel like that's one con. But at the same time, for me, if I'm um, typing something out or I'm handwriting it, my thoughts just flow a lot better. And you can also erase. Like you can't erase when you're verbally speaking. Like it's already out. Like if I say something out of pocket, it's already out there. But like if I'm writing it down, I could just erase that after I overthink it later. Also, guys, you need to learn sign language. Come on now. Like, we need to have, like, a mini sign
2: language class. We should. And the sad thing is, like, um, hopefully I'm not dragging to, like, another topic, but um, they don't provide that much in schools anymore of, like, sign language because I know, like, many, like, high schools around my area used to have it, but due to, like, the low amount of, like, students interested, ASL was cut off. And I think that just disables the opportunity for a bigger community to form. But, like, following with you with verbal communication, definitely, like, there can be so many misinterpretations that can happen because while you're, like, talking to a recipient, um, you make multiple, like, um, of, um, like perceptions of what you think of it because, like, due to our culture, our influences, et cetera. So I definitely believe, like, even our body-to-body movement, such as you were saying earlier, like, the eye the eye um, instances like that you found on TikTok, which I have just seen a lot more commonly on YouTube as well, um, definitely are more, like, impactful than verbal communication.
3: I guess I could offer a contrasting b- viewpoint to what uh, Yasmin and Madison were saying. Okay, forgive me if I'm going to start quoting those cyberbullying presentations. But, like, um, so basically, the thing is, while you can say it verbally, it's not necessarily there for the entire time, just while in, like, when you write it down, when you, like, I guess put it on the internet and stuff, it's going to be stuck there for humanity to see over and over again. But I do definitely... uh do see like I believe there should be um more implementation of sign language uh stuff and other languages as well because I believe they can offer definitely uh different viewpoints and help us communicate with others I think that um the point that
1: Genevieve I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly um I think that the point that you make is good and I also want to like add on to that like I think it just depends on the person like I think that if you're more comfortable with like talking to others, and like you're the kind of person that'll just like start the conversation and like keep it going. Then maybe verbal communication is like good, but also if you're like an introvert or you're just kind of person that doesn't really like initiate conversations, not really try to make an effort in them, I think that sometimes you may come off as very monotone. Like, I've been told that sometimes. I say a lot but I'm a, a very monotone speaker and I think that I'm expressing my emotions but I'm really not. So I think that sometimes when I'm like communicating through texting I can add exclamation points or emojis to help me um convey my point better. So I think that it kind of just goes both ways it depends on who you are like what your personality is just what works for you I guess.
0: Just to say you completely off topic, but do they even like do you know how a uh schools have uh like you learn a foreign language and that's usually like mm-hmm. spanish and latin Do they yeah. have which ones
2: um like before like in my middle school they definitely had that like they actually had a course like a full-on curriculum of asl and you also had a club which i participated in personally and i learned like the colors the alphabet how to say like my name is whatever and how are you's but in high school they literally just never had it or they haven't had it since like i believe like 2016 um and like the other languages that are mostly provided, usually in schools, I believe, are like Spanish, French, maybe German or Japanese. Yeah, but I You are also provided. Oh, so sorry, Navita. No,
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead. That was my comment. Go ahead.
2: No, no, no. Um, I was just finishing that. Like for me personally as well, besides Spanish and French, we also have like Japanese and German, which also does like express more like a community. But I feel like ISL should be very important to be added on course curriculums. But
1: yeah, you can go now. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say um, basically what you said. Yeah, I feel like ASL should be out of curriculums. In my school, personally, we just do, I think, Spanish, French, and then we also have ESL. Um, but I don't think we do American Sign Language in my school or Sign Language at all. But I do know that like, in like different countries, they do different stuff. For example, my cousin, he's in Australia, and his school teaches Japanese. Um Japanese? And- Japanese yeah. And he was like telling me about like some of like the words and I don't really know much Japanese but um he was like telling me about like the different ways of pronouncing words and like how they like pronounce stuff and how they write their language out and I was just like that's so cool cuz like our school is just has Spanish friends so it's just like
2: And like um this is so off topic but like based on like teachers and like with communication like especially from their culture I feel like it's way better when um you're talking. Oh, do you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just perfect. Sorry. I said that like my internet and I wasn't working, but anyways, um, like definitely I feel like if there's a teacher that's teaching like its culture is way more um, like it's, it's more of a purpose to have that communication because like, for instance, my sister, she used to have like a teacher who was like actually from France and like, he was saying like, Oh, like I just came here like a few weeks ago, just at France. So yeah, here I am guys. I'm gonna teach you French. And, um, I'll, I feel like it's more impactful because definitely if I I know definitely other teachers that may substitute for, span, um, for languages and I feel like you don't get much like communication factors from that because you're not really I don't know I just think it brings more meaning I guess but yeah definitely communication overall is very impactful. I think I think um,
0: I think a lot of people like especially I know we we had a podcast like entirely about this, but people, uh children to immigrant parents, I think they have. Wait, is everyone here? Are your parents immigrants or are you guys all Americans?
2: Uh, I'm American.
0: immigrant. 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 Um, I th- we we discuss like not heavily, so I think we can get into it a little more. But a lot it's a lot of kids of immigrant parents do lack communication, like some sort of communication skill because like our parents aren't extremely used to like or maybe your parents are but like in Arab culture like you're not they're not really heavily in like okay let's talk about your feelings or how you're feeling that's just kind of brushed off and you have to treat it like it's a normal thing so I feel like a lot of people who are first-generation Americans, do suffer some sort of communication. And I think that's actually one of the reasons why, like, uh, also, like, on top of COVID, why I don't like being, like, in front of someone, communicating how I feel. Because I, I don't know how they're going to react. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of a lot of kids have similar, like, experiences. I don't know. Someone can add on that. Whoever. Yeah, definitely, as
3: my parents are immigrants, I said I'd say I'd experienced similar things within uh, what I've seen from my friends in there. The problem is like these cultures often like if you especially if you go like Asia and that go that direction you get this kind of like stigma around like mental health uh, certain kinds of careers and like that it's just basically creating this kind of culture where it's just I guess negative, negative, and that really impacts communication skills. Cause, like, I know a lot of there's some studies about this, like, it causes you to lash out. A lot of these push uh, cultures are also kind of like a punishment, like that. And, like, due to some effects, I am forgetting right now, it also causes like mimicking behaviors, which causes them to be aggressive and so on and so forth. So, like, um, what you'd said, I definitely say culture plays a significant role in it. And what you're comfortable with and how your communication skills reflect. But I would also like oppose myself and say, I would say different different cultures also give you different viewpoints. Because I know uh, the U.S. is quite individualistic. Like, let's say, let's take a country, for example. Uh, I don't know. Um, India, which is very collective you also get different communication because uh uh us you have like you generally get more public speaking to stand up for yourself in terms of skills communication while in India you might get more skills to allow you to converse with others to be diplomatic. But I would say that would definitely play into a lot of what you're comfortable with and how exactly you
0: speak. Any other experiences first gen?
3: Um I think
1: that it also depends on the language. Like for example I lived in India until I was like five somewhere around that and then I moved to the States. But um, I mean, it kind of depends, like I feel a lot more comfortable communicating with people in English compared to my native language. Cause like I I kind of just like picked up on um, English and then in that process I ended up like kind of forgetting how to speak my native language. And the way that it kind of works for me is that my parents speak in my native language and then I reply back in English. So it's kind of like, I feel like your communication can be impacted based on like, for example, your culture, like the stigma around mental health in certain careers, but also like the language and just how comfortable you are with a certain language. I mean, I have friends who can speak their native language fluently and English fluently. Um, I personally am not the best in my native language, but I think it just depends on like the language and how comfortable you are speaking um, that language that can also impart your communication skills.
0: Is, every, is, everyone, is everyone here bilingual at least? No, yes. No, sadly not. Everybody else? Uh, I speak two languages and I'm learning a third. This, for those who, oh, I think it's just, that's just going to be Janavi. Do you, do you think in English or your native language? OK, let me, let me get there. OK,
3: let's take Spanish, for example, because that's what I take in school. The problem is Spanish is I would definitely say culture is uh, very, very influential in terms of communication skills there. Because I take, OK, Spanish, I translate it into my home language and I translate it into
0: English. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you about then, your, your home language.
3: Yeah, yeah, I would say definitely. Um, it also kind of influences for me in terms of, like, pronunciation. Like, I tend to pronounce certain words different in both Spanish.
0: And, telugu uh, what was the remaining part of your question? I'm so sorry. No, no, that, that was just, I was just asking if you think in your native language or not.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Because we asked it in my psychology class. He, like, it was such a weird question to listen to at first. But it was like, who here, like, what language do you think in, like, in your head? And I was like, and everybody said English, and I was like, English. I looked around, he looked at me, I was like, I talk, like, I talk, I, uh, like, I talk to myself in Arabic, and then I translate it to English, even though English is my first language. Or I don't know, they're both my first language because I grew up around it. But, like, I, in my head, like, I, I, when somebody talks to me, like, if it's in English, I'll, like, just listen or whatever. But if I wanna reply back, I say in Arabic, and then I translate it to English.
3: Oh, that's so unique. For me, I think I kind of misunderstood. I just, I generally would think in English, but like when it comes to Spanish, I don't not know what's wrong. I just completely speak, I completely think and reply in my native language. I think I accidentally gave a presentation in my native language instead of Spanish. That was a moment.
0: I don't know. I'm assuming, I think, I don't think anybody else um, said they are uh, bilingual, but Um what's it called? It's it's weird because um I think some people see this ties into communication because I feel like some people also like might communicate better in a certain language, like for example, Arabic with Arabic, it's um a lot it's like you can have three English words in like one word in Arabic. It's kind of weird, but they just kind of combine. And they're a lot, it's a lot heavier. Like you have, an, obviously you're going to have an accent with, with when you're speaking any other language. But when you're speaking Arabic, it's depending on where you are in the Middle East, like I'm Palestinian, like Palestinians and Egyptians both have extremely like heavy, like on the heavier side accents, like in comparison to Syrians, they're very light hearted. And like, if I feel like if I ever had a Syrian yell at me, I wouldn't feel like they're yelling at me because they're just so soft spoken. But then you have Palestinians, like, I saw I forgot who it was. There was this actor who was speaking like Russian on uh what's his name? Jimmy, I don't know that talk show. Jimmy, Jimmy something. Um, Jimmy Fallon. Someone was on his talk show and they were just speaking Russian. And like I swear to God, she said like the nicest sentence ever, but their accent just makes it feel like they're aggressive. So definitely, I think choosing, it just came to my head, but like choosing between which language you might want to speak in I think shows a lot um shows a lot in itself and also the people are talking like 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 you said with my parents I talked to them I think Navidita was saying was it Navidita she or was it Janavi you guys were saying you like your parents talk to you native and you respond in English Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's um for me like my little sisters, they don't really speak fluent Arabic. So they respond in English too. My parents, I like trying to force them to learn like Arabic. Um, so my parents talk to me, I respond in Arabic. But it's just like, I feel like if I respond in English, my point isn't going to get across because they might not understand English to my level. Because obviously they're not going to know 100% every single English word in dictionary because they're not fluent in it.
1: I relate to this so much. Yeah, sometimes I like use... Um, like idioms or phrases that I hear in school and my parents don't really get it and they take it literally and I have to explain to them that it's just a phrase Um, but yeah I definitely agree with you Um, I think it just depends on like the language and also like maybe the certain enunciations in that language and like like you said like maybe the Russian language sounds a bit more aggressive um, with like the enunciations of certain sounds. And so I think that it just depends on the language itself and that can also come across and that can also like impact how someone else may do doing communications.
3: Yeah, bouncing off that, I would definitely, uh, I definitely agree with both uh, what Nivita, Nivita. okay, I'm sorry for the name pronunciation, Nivita and Yasmin were saying. And also like to like, uh, word choice is like really significant because in my home language, uh, you're not touching I don't think there's any curse words in it, to be honest. And if they are, my friend was like saying one like an insult is like, um, you're fat as a big buffalo, like that's really rude. So I would say um word choice is really influential in terms of language. And I'd also uh say well, um not word choice, uh. I guess ideas, like what kind of ideas and how you express them within communication also like really influential with language because with language comes along culture and culture comes along identity and so on and so forth. And I'd also say, um, like Yasmin was saying, uh, that Russian actor, the um, differently accents can make you sound really harsh because like romance languages, you got this beautiful lyrical tone and then you got um. I believe I was watching some videos on this, like you TikTok and that, where this person was trying to ask their dad about like um whether or not they wanted food, and it sounded like they were screaming at them due to their um accent and how the pronunciation of the words are. So I'd say I um for the people who are uh, not bilingual, have you uh well what, what perspective do you have on like? people speaking other languages and what would you like to, like try to think what they're talking about
1: wait so um are you like asking like how we feel about people speaking our na- native language like
3: oh no 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 like it was like uh that thing where uh sorry i think i um missed So it so oh, it was, <laughs> yeah playing off this video it was like this video like okay these people were talking to their parents in their native language sound like they were screaming at them and then uh-huh. there's um a uh, person who didn't know that language was standing off the side, getting scared out of the vine because they didn't understand what that person was saying. I would like—I uh, was asking the people. Who, I was going to ask, like, have you ever felt that way?
1: Yeah. Um, so, like some of my friends um, speak my native language, but others—they um, speak languages such as um, Telugu or Hindi and. I don't really understand those languages very well because that my native language is not that it's Dhammas but um, yeah I mean I don't think that for those languages at least in my experience they don't like really have like they don't sound aggressive nor do I think that they're like romance languages however I do think that there's just like certain like tone and I think it also depends on the person like if you're like a very monotone speaker, then probably whatever you say is going to sound monotone. But sometimes, if you have like a generally like loud voice, then maybe even if you were trying to say something that wasn't aggressive, it would probably come off that way. So I think that it's language and also kind of just like your vocal register itself.
2: Um, Janavi, I'm so sorry. You were saying like um how like since I'm not bilingual, sadly, like how do I react when someone I'm um, speaking in another language maybe? Um, more like loud or have like a different range of tone. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I think you interpreted a lot better than I was trying to uh, express it. So I was just making sure, but for me, sadly, like I know a bit of Spanish because I'm learning in school currently. However, it's very difficult for me to assimilate um, like other languages, because obviously I do not know the culture nor like the language, Um, no matter how much I research it, I'm not gonna really be within the cultural like aspects of the language. So definitely there's times where, like, for example, I know some friends that speak Korean and Hindi, um, and sometimes i will speak Hindi or Korean or Chinese to their families. And while I'm not, like, there's definitely no, like, the, the, no, there's definitely no, like, disgust or, like, anger towards those languages at all, it's definitely, once again, very hard for me to assimilate or modify anything with the language, because, once again, I don't know the culture nor the language, so while I hear it a bunch of times, it doesn't really bring me an effect, unless, only with the effect of, like, oh, well, I don't know this language, but... I'm going to interpret more based on our emotions and see maybe, maybe feel, maybe see what they're discussing about. But once again, um, since I don't have like a lot of assimilation of the culture or the language, it's very hard for me to kind of interpret what they're saying. Um, but yeah, and I definitely see that it's really hard for like, especially people in the United States, it's very hard to assimilate as well uh, because definitely like the ranges like Hindi and Chinese, they're very very confusing if you're trying to learn the language like i tried learning hindi for a few weeks and i'm kind of in a pause right now because i'm in a slump with hindi currently but definitely like with those languages they're very difficult to learn if you're trying to learn it later and even not usually younger it's usually more common to learn younger for a language to be bilingual. but later on within like the development it's definitely very hard to actually um learn the language so definitely yeah i explained a little bit too much but yeah
0: i think uh psychologically before the age of 13 I, I believe or like nine i think it's 13 i'm 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 pretty sure
2: but it's if you were,
0: 13 yeah if you know what i'm about to say before the age of 13 like when you learn a language it sticks like it sticks better than when you learn it later on um but me like personally <laughs> the only honestly the only language um that i'm not re- like i didn't really plan on learning but i was watching the show it's called switched at birth it's like this hearing girl and um this deaf girl they were switched at birth but they didn't figure out until like way later when they were both like teenagers and so they they're the the deaf girl she's signing to her parents and they all have to learn how to sign because the, like her biological parents don't are like they're hearing and they don't know how to sign because they're daughter that they raised like she's hearing it's confusing but moral of the story that helped me because I'm, I'm watching them sign a lot It just like the movements that kept getting repetitive kind of stuck like the alphabet or like simple words like okay yes no mom dad family thank you like those kind of words stick but if I were to sit here and try to teach myself sign language it would not like it's not going to stick unless I'm surrounded by it but i feel like if someone teaches you it um that would be a lot simpler but also like if i'm actually trying to learn like the language like spanish or latin right now i would not put any effort into it maybe like if i was younger i'd put interest into it but um now for sure uh like no way i'd try to sit here and learn i do want to i did want to learn spanish though if i ever went to mexico because i want to go to mexico
2: but it's it's probably never never gonna happen i like similar to you um like while i'm learning like spanish because of like school right now i always want to learn italian because your girl wants to go to italy so bad um but italian it's not it's difficult because based on how they speak like for french i think the most difficult thing like with some languages are just slowly just speaking it because based on that huge some of them have like very huge accents you have to perform and it's very hard like especially french um I tried learning French before as well. My sister is primarily learning French. But I try to, like, learn behind her, which really failed. But um, definitely, like, an account like with the accents, I believe, are very difficult. And I just want to say – oh, so sorry. You can go. Don't I was like going to go to different topics. so You can definitely speak. I'm so sorry.
0: No, no. I'll give it back to you really fast. But I, I remember I was going to ask this question, but I completely forgot it, and it just came back to me. We were speaking about accents, and, like I said, about the whole – um, russians may have heavier accents and different arabs have different um like soft spoken not so spoken and then i remembered like i don't know if it's stereotypical but french sounds so sophisticated like when i if i hear someone talk french and they're in front of me i think they're just i just think they could stomp on me or something like they, they just feel like very sophisticated rich loving like French is a, like, yes. a lot to me. Like you would, you could hypnotize me if you start speaking French to me. Like you could literally <laughs> curse me out, and I wouldn't even know.
2: Definitely, like I feel like I think I, I think I believe this is correct, but like definitely, like French, Spanish, and Italian are kind of known like as Romance languages. So definitely, it would make sense when you see like French or Spanish, and even Italian. More of those like Romance type of feel languages. So it makes sense. And for me too, man, French is like I think is so soft and appealing when someone speaks it like um, natively or like really fluently. And I just yeah. think it's so beautiful. Like, definitely when people speak, like, other languages, including Hindi and other languages, I think it's just really beautiful. Um, but, yeah, I was just going on another topic, but if anyone has to say anything regarding, like, accents and languages, then
3: um, I give yeah. it up. Oh,
1: sorry. No worries. Um, so, yeah, in, like, I believe sixth grade or something, my school did this, like, French program, where the first semester we, like, learned some French, and... I had a very hard time pronouncing some of the French words, like, the word for present in French, I I couldn't pronounce it. Um, whenever we took attendance, that was a nightmare.
0: Um, but, That's hard to say. Sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so, um, I had a hard time pronouncing it, and that was one of the reasons why I ended up to Spanish when I got to high school, because I couldn't pronounce many of the French accents, but I do agree French sounds very, very sophisticated, but also um, when we're in Spanish, we're actually in this unit right now where we have to speak completely in Spanish from the time we enter the class to the time the bell rings and we leave the class. And I noticed that the conversations aren't really happening because we don't want to really like speak in Spanish, but also whenever we speak in Spanish, we sound really emotionless. In contrast to my Spanish teacher who like puts emotion into everything that she says and whenever like a student asks her a question she like responds to like, so much emotion and we sound very emotional in comparison so I think that part of just like it depends on how exactly you're able to convey what you're trying to say um definitely. Mm-hmm.
2: and like yeah. like what I was saying earlier oh, sorry were you saying anything else I didn't want to interrupt you oh no I'm fine go ahead perfect um I just want to say like definitely like for me while like I'm in Spanish too currently so I'm like like probably like limited working proficiency it's very difficult to be within that type of accent or like emotion, not even emotion, I guess it's more um, like for Spanish speakers, I guess, like for my Spanish teacher, she's very emotive and she's like very, um, she's very bold. Like her speaking is very loud and bold and persuasive. And that's mostly because she's like a native speaker. And it really shows that like how much like years you need to fully be involved with the language to have more of that accent and emotional factors. Um, but before um, we leave the podcast, I want to discuss about, like, social media, like, as well as using, like, more texting and, like, internet for communication. While well, I feel like internet has definitely, like, um, brought so much communication throughout the United States as well as other nations. Like, I can talk to someone in Philippines. Like, it, it definitely gives you such a huge range of people to talk to. I definitely feel like communication can be lessened, like, more verbal communication or body movement for um, communication based on, like, texting and doing... lot of things online Um, and I believe that while once again like I feel like I may be more personally better with like texting and like typing more than answering questions in person because I have time to think before I actually reply Um, I feel like it definitely ruins your skills of communication in person as well as those later opportunities you need to use communication for for like interviews and speaking and public speaking in general so I feel like definitely internet takes a huge impact
3: yeah I'd like to um if I'm not interrupting anyone I would say that the internet definitely does try to it definitely leans toward English as a global language because I took a one look at like the you know the keywords they provide for like other languages I yeah. took one look at that and I cringed so hard cuz it's like really hard to understand cuz like half of it's dotted dotted half of it's like off the keyboard key so I would say uh, while the internet is really helpful it definitely like um kind of pushes a lot of people to uh learn English and um to uh use that as their main language. But I would definitely say uh I definitely agree with like Ma- what Madison and yasmin were saying, and I believe Nivita might have mentioned this too. Like uh online communication provides like this kind of thing where you can actually think over something, think over what you're saying, <laughs> what you're saying, and then say it properly rather than uh whatever mess I was trying to say earlier as a question
2: yeah no worries um oh sorry Yasmin were you gonna say something
0: oh you you can go ahead
2: oh so sorry um I was just saying um like definitely um and now I lost my train of thought so so sorry but you can take it um the microphone (laughs) Yasmin
0: um I was just gonna I forgot who made who made you know what I forgot the point I was gonna make hold on me two seconds oh okay uh about the social media thing i think yeah. while um it may be a good thing for some people to express their thoughts it also has its cons obviously because i feel like people take that as an opportunity to hide behind their screen because they feel as if there's no consequences but then there's also like uh as we've seen, we've done we did a whole podcast about cancel culture and that's surrounded by like communication via social media and digital footprint footprints, nice footprints um from uh like years before they became influencers. So if if you do use like um like if you use your social media platforms to communicate your feelings to your large following, I would say be very careful of that because you're also just talking to like strangers and it might not be taken the right ways especially if they don't know like not everybody's gonna know you like that um but the communication i was talking about was like just through texting your friends yeah
2: um and like lastly like overall i think that communication is so impactful and like definitely like connecting with how you can be bilingual at younger ages because it's way more difficult when you try to learn it um it's definitely important to have communication learned, like period, like low, just general communication, because it's hard to even like speak later on, like with the case of Jeannie, which was a girl who was like oscillated for many years. And um, later on, as she was being studied and kind of experimented on, I don't like to use the word experimented, but I'm gonna try to go quick on this. Um, she had a hard time even learning how to speak and using grammatically correct sentences. And I just, I think that really shows how communication is a huge factor. Okay,
1: yeah, so what I was just gonna say was that, I think that it also depends on what you're trying to communicate. Um, we just covered this in my sociology class, that's why I just thought of it, but, um, there's this thing I think called Snapchat dysmorphia, where I think that, like, many people look at their Snapchat filters and they want to look like that, even though those filters are unrealistic, but, um, I think it all depends on what you're communicating, and my social media definitely also has the reputation of not conveying the best messages and also being, like, an unfiltered site where anyone can see anything, and so I think that's also important to communicate like properly and communicate good
0: messages rather than just anything. Like think about the audience as well. Okay. It did end up uh, finishing time, but it's okay. This is going to be a quick outro. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed this talk about communication and our different forms of communication. At first, when I thought of it, I was low just thinking about like, oh like do you communicate people better when you're like writing or when you're verbal or when you're whatever with whatever but then when somebody talking started talking about sign language I was like whoa I wasn't even thinking about sign language that's so cool because it's like it's not verbal but it's not written it's like I I don't know it's very interesting um I didn't think of it like that this is why I love podcasts because you get to know like the different ways people think but anyway anyways thank you guys so much for listening I hope um the topic was interesting and I hope you guys enjoyed it and yeah have a great rest of your days and we will see you guys next week bye